L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is the premier independent community development platform working with local creators to produce podcasts and content by the community for the community. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Hey, I'm Sarah Van Cleve, a biracial single mom adoptee raised by an all-white family. And I'm Caleb Scales, a proud gay man, restaurant savant, who will make the best flipping margarita you've ever had. And this is Othered, a podcast for those who feel different. Each episode, we'll be having conversations about racism, homophobia, holistic health, drinking, sex, drugs, yoga, 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 yoga. Yogurt. (laughs) This podcast comes out every Thursday for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. If you want bonus episodes, ad-free listening, discounts at our live events, and exclusive access to merch, then subscribe to LAS Plus. Go to LASpodcastnetwork.com slash plus to get started. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Sarah. I'm so excited that I get to do this with you, Kayla. Oh my God, I love that for us. I feel like I'm trying too hard now. You are, but I like it. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Caleb. Spicy. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> L-A-S. friends Naomi here welcome to another episode of the ruckus with Naomi ruckus rose I'm so glad that you decided to tune in to listen to me talk again thanks for those of you who are new here thanks for being here (laughs) I'm glad I'm glad you're tuning in I hope you find some some cool little tidbits that you can take away from today's episode and I'm super excited to talk about it I have one of my well, I, I consider her my very best friend in the world here today talking to us. Uh, but before we get to that, let's take care of the business that we have to take care of at the beginning of every episode, where I tell you <laughs> that The Ruckus is just one of many podcasts on a local podcast network here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. It's called the LAS Podcast Network. And there's um, so many different types of podcasts um, on this network that I'm sure, I am sure that you're going to find at least one one show that you're really going to like. If you want to become um, like a super supporter of the network and, and show us that you truly do support local content creators, <laughs> guilt trip, uh, <laughs> go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus and you can uh, subscribe to get these fabulous episodes ad free and uh, let us know that you like our podcast by giving us a five-star rating on wherever you're listening that helps feed the algorithm um so people that perhaps will like this type of content can find us too all right today's episode we're gonna be talking about uh, i don't really know where the conversation is going to go but it's probably going to be mostly around um, body image and the fashion industry. Okay, here we go. Hi, friend. Hi. <laughs> we just got back from the coffee shop. So if I, 
I don't know if I'm talking a little more manic than than usual. You're high on caffeine. I'm high on caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have coffee this time. I had a you chai. Were, I'm on my second, You're on your second latte. latte. <laughs> we went to this. Uh, I uh, first. Oh my gosh. That's, I'm no Barbara Walters. I'm horrible at this interview thing. This is my friend Ellery. <laughs> my friend Ellery. She. We've been friends for a long time. But we'll get into that in a little bit. But let's do this little plug to the coffee shop that we just tried okay. out for the first time. Yes. It's called, what Dry Creek is what it's called, right? Dry Creek what? Dry Creek Brew. Dry Creek Brew. It's out in Robbins, Iowa, for those of you who are not from around here. And it's this, like, house it's that's... a cute little house. Yeah. Okay, so maybe we should tell people how we met. So you, I think you're probably, like, my... I was going to say oldest friend, but that would mean, like, you're super old. We're, we're about we're the same not. age. <laughs> and we are not old. <laughs> We know we met in... I think it was seventh grade. Yeah. I want to say seventh. Do you remember the teacher, the classroom? Mr. Mr. Crandall. Crandall. <laughs> he, was, I, uh, he, th- he taught uh, science. Science. Uh, we were sitting at the same table, desk area together. Mm-hmm. And I let you borrow one of my pens. And it was a gel pen. And it had like swirl. It like swirled yeah. when you wrote. Like the color I, changed. Yeah. And I didn't ever have one of those before. Mm-hmm. And I thought you were the coolest person because she was letting me borrow her special gel pen. Well, I am the coolest person. You are. <laughs> so you're right. You were right. <laughs> no, but um, from that point on, we like, um, I would say inseparable, but that's not true. We've just been very good, wonderful best friends for since then yeah we don't have to tell everybody how old we are but let's just say it's been a while it's been a while (laughs) it's been a while since okay so (laughs) um i want you to introduce yourself because i want you to let the world know as much as you i don't want to reveal your job if you don't want to tell people where you work okay but okay over to you (laughs) (laughs) so um i have been in a variety of jobs within the fashion industry. I've worked retail, your typical retail. I've worked small boutique retail. Mm-hmm. I've also worked at corporate, at Shopco, um, which is no longer exists. So I went through that whole process. That's a whole nother story. What did you do at Shopco? So Shopco, I was worked down in the fashion photo studio and I was started off as a fashion assistant. So I assisted with all of our on figure. So that on figure, for those of you who don't know what that yes, is, thank you. <laughs> a lot of people don't, um, is um, shooting on models. So real people mm-hmm. um, having working with samples. So I was in what charge. What are samples? Samples. Because are, I just go straight to like little yeah. hot dogs and slices of cheese at the grocery store. No, that's not <laughs> what it is. <laughs> samples are the pieces of clothing that corporate clients get from their vendors. And so samples were typically of certain sizes for like a Missy model was typically size four six. And what is Missy again? Is so that... Missy would be like your typical like woman size. So it's not okay. junior. Not a junior. No. Okay. Um and so typically that would be like a four six. Mm-hmm. Our plus size samples were fourteen sixteen. 
Mm-hmm. Men's samples were always a medium. Mm-hmm. And then junior, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, was also a medium in junior sizing. Yeah, right. Okay. Not in women's sizing. Okay, yes. Which is different. So now you... So now... Yes. <laughs> sorry, that was like No, a no, tangent. that's good to know because like the I feel like where this topic is going to go, like some of that stuff is important to know. Yeah. So then after ShopCo no longer existed, I kind of wasn't sure what I was going to do next. And it kind of came about that um, I could do this opportunity at a model and talent agency. The name of the business is The Rock Agency. They're a smaller boutique model and talent agency based in Madison and Chicago. And yeah, they're great. I love them. It's like one of the best job moves ever. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Um, It's a great team. It's been around for like 50 years. I am now a booking agent so Kohl's for example would be looking for a model to shoot like holiday Mm -hmm. and they're doing like holiday pajamas Mm -hmm. so then if they're doing like needing kids they would reach out to me or one of the other booking agents to pick out talent for their shoot so I thought okay so the whole point if if you're a new listener the whole point of this podcast the ruckus is to Take like social topics, uh, social topics that usually cause like bickering in the comment sections on Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. And so why would I pick fashion, right? Like, is that really a a point of contention on uh, Facebook, Instagram? I would say yes. Definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. I think it, you know, with the with the almighty algorithm that uh, I always say, um, some people are fed a lot of um, content that pertains to them. So maybe you don't give a shit about fashion, you that are listening. So perhaps you have not seen the ruckus around um, body image and the fashion industry and um, and diversity in, in that respect. Maybe you haven't been aware of that, and that's fine. And unfortunately, I see quite a bit of ignorance and hate circling around all these topics which is why I thought let's talk about it because here I have this friend who in my mind is much more of an expert on this industry don't crinkle your nose you know more than me so you're the expert here okay (laughs) (laughs) so I thought you would be the perfect person to talk to about this um I uh I read an article a while ago it was an article written about a tweet. They screenshotted it. Yes. And I showed this to you before we started recording. Okay. Yep. I'm um, trying to talk about. So this article was saying that, okay, picture this. There are two women walking down the street. They are wearing shorts that are just above the knee. They're blue jean. They're kind of loose fitting. And they're also wearing graphic tees that are slightly oversized, a little baggy, slightly tucked in. And then they're also wearing, um, what do they call, like, the white tennis shoes? Like, people joke and say that they're, like, the, ugly sneakers. Uh, the ugly dad sneakers. Ugly dad sneakers, yeah, mm-hmm. that are very popular right now. Yeah. So you have an image probably in your head, listeners, you listeners, you probably have this image in your head of, like, it's 
it's on trend. Like what I just described is very stylish right now. Very stylish. Yeah. On trend for sure. Yep. 90s. 90s. It's back. <laughs> it's back. Uh, but I'm guessing that a lot of you probably pictured somebody like Haley Bieber or what is that her name? Yeah. Um, kind of styled, right? Mm-hmm. But in fact, this picture was of two people, two women. They're, they were overweight mm-hmm. and they were wearing that that attire that I just described and they were being dragged in the comment section on Twitter for looking unkept, lazy, and sloppy. That's crazy. But Hailey Bieber can post herself on Instagram in the same fucking outfit and people want to be like her and go out to the stores. Copy exactly to the T. To the T. Copy it. Yes. And so this article kind of shed light to me to um to the to the effect that like fashion isn't a blanket statement here folks don't crucify me fashion isn't inclusive yet we're making we're making definitely making strides yeah there's you can definitely see it yeah but there's still a long way to go and i don't even and i say that even from like not just from like a store perspective or like um fashion like fashion perspective i'm saying like from a people perspective yeah from just like our own selves Mm -hmm. like we were we were talking over coffee about how when you go online shopping and you Mm -hmm. see you see a shirt that you really like and it's on a model who is probably a size small in women's or whatever yeah and then you, there are some websites that you were telling me that you can see that same, same shirt on multiple different, different size models. Yeah. So they'll do like, they'll have like, um, if you're looking like old Navy, for example, they do now where they have different size models. So you can select a button to see it on like a size versus a size two model versus a size 18 model. Mm-hmm. So you can, depending on like what size you're in, you can see what that might look like on your similar body type yeah um but yeah like when you see it sometimes you don't want you see it you're like in the small model and you're like oh that's so cute yeah and then you click on and then i even and i'm a plus size person um and i look at it on like the size 18 model and i'm like oh i like it but it's not as cute like mm-hmm. i want to i i have that mindset myself so it's not it's not an easy thing to like just like snap and it's like you don't think like that anymore. Right. I I looked up last night what the average size of an American woman is. Yeah, and I was surprised because it has changed. Yeah. Like we both like you the other day you were saying that it yeah. was what a size 14 16, 14, 16 was the last that I thought I heard or for sure a 14. Yeah. And Last night I read an article saying that, and it was posted six days ago, so of course it's current, but it was was saying that it's now 16 to 18. Yeah, which I was like, what? Yeah, and I, you know, I I will fully admit, like, I didn't do, I didn't check the, you know, sources or whatever. Um, I just did a couple Google searches. (laughs) Um, But, like, the point is, like, the average size woman 
is not. It's not a size two. It's not a size two. That's a minority. <laughs> it is. It is a minority, which is just crazy. But but in our like in in every person's like everyday mind, mm-hmm. a size two is like that's the average. That's the average. That's what our this is what our standards need to be. Yeah, yeah, that's what our imagination whoops up. Yeah. So also like I I don't think this is any secret or any new information, but like uh different countries have different ideals of right. what a body should look like some right. some countries it's much larger than the american version some it's smaller yeah. you know yeah. which is crazy to me and even in the in the timeline of existence different body types have been it's changed it's changed like when we were in high school early yeah. like early 2000s, 2000s or whatever maybe not in well we graduated in oh I told us how old we were. We graduated in 05. <laughs> we still got it going on. Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> <laughs> but when, like, you look back in, like, year 2000 or whatever. Yeah. And the body types. Skinny. Like, I remember, like, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. But the first person that pops uh, into my head is Tara Reid. Tara Reid. Like yeah. the meth chic, mm-hmm. I think. Is that what they called it? Like, I don't know. I don't remember the term, but I like the term. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like it's like it's true. It's derogatory, and I don't mm-hmm. mean any any sh- like shame with anybody who's perhaps addicted to meth. Like, I have sympathy for you, but like the reality of it is, like in fashion mag and magazines, they were calling it like meth. It was like meth chic or something like that with yeah. the word meth in it. Yeah, and I'm like. Is that what we're supposed to be striving for? Because I can see all of your bones. <laughs> remember, like, the hip bones protruding, yep. especially. Protrude, yep, they were. And I just remember, like, when we were in high school, like, looking at my collarbone and, like, trying to, like, make it, like, protrude. And, poke out. Yeah, and, like, yeah. wanting that. And now I'm like, what the? Yeah. What is wrong with me? Like, that's not good. It's not, well, we should know. We should know that both of us are very aware that people yes. have that body type. Yes. Naturally, sometimes. Yeah. And that's fine. And that's okay. But, like, striving to take your body type and make it into something that it's not. not. And that's what I was, like, thinking internalizing yeah i didn't ever follow through with it yeah but it was definitely like i thought about it why aren't my collarbones poking out yeah yeah why how come my hip bones don't stick out like those skinny girls yeah and like how do i how 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 can i do that well and like what you know this is probably not new information either but what like was probably going on what is going on behind the scenes a lot of times they have personal trainers they have personal cooks they're very yeah. privileged in the way that they have enough money to hire people to do this this hard work for them to get to the there's that body type that they want there's that 100% but then there's also the the other side of it where they're not being healthy about it no they're taking like it to an extreme and they're they're not okay either like behind the scenes yep they're having issues do you know jamila jamila jamil i think i might yeah she's amazing she's amazing i won't tell her story for her that's her own you know that's her business to share with the world but she has a podcast called i way and it's all um every topic you or every episode is kind of based loosely around shame and um and how much that 
affects our personal and mental health and everything like that. Right. Um, but she she is uh, one of the lead characters on or was I don't is the Good Place uh, airing any I don't think it's airing. I don't anymore. think so. But she played um, a lead role on the Good Place, and she is I feel like she's brilliant. She's about our age, and okay. she's fucking feisty and brilliant and informed that's awesome <laughs> and she is very open about her um body struggles in right. in a hollywood industry right she she's gorgeous but she doesn't fit into the size two model um category, category. even though she's maybe a size six yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. but like um she she's gorgeous but she's very vocal about um how much pressure is in the industry to um look like a hollywood star yeah like she doesn't even like other people doing her makeup at like on set or whatever because like why is it taking an hour for someone to do my makeup, aren't I beautiful enough? Like, just give me the mascara wand and let me do it myself, you know? Yeah. And she does that, you know? Yeah. She she does it herself and it takes 10 minutes and that's better for her mental health because yeah. she doesn't think that she has to be made She's up, not you know? overthinking, like, why is this taking so long? Why are they having to spend mm-hmm. so much time on my face when really I'm okay with I'm my, fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's... That's kind of um, brilliant, actually. <laughs> yeah. So she's she struggles and she's very open about it. And um, that's just one example of, you know, to, to back up your point about... Um, I think that's what you were kind of bringing up, like how yeah. there's that standard that they need to, to strive for. And a lot of stars and talent in the Hollywood industry are doing unhealthy things to get to that ideal. Yes. And at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, at what cost? you know, mm-hmm. um, like in, in her instance, she has so much, she like struggled with eating disorders and, um, suicidal thoughts and mental health problems, like all because society wants us to fit into this, size two dress yeah it's crazy why does it matter like if you just ask why enough like why does it matter i don't think anybody can really come up with like a legit reason why it matters yeah not really because it doesn't i don't think it really does like final why like it doesn't so i was asking i was asking you and you gave me an interesting answer like there are brands. Okay, so let me back up. There are brands out there that are trying to be more inclusive to different types of bodies. For instance, Target. Yes. We were at Target the other day. Yes. And a lot of their ads in stores, like when they have the women like in the underwear section that shows mm-hmm. a woman in underwear. Like there's there's women that are um, old and gray, and then there's mm-hmm. young women. Yeah. And you that you do see their body rolls. You do, do see their cellulite. You do see their uneven skin tones. Right. Good job, Target. Yes. So there, there's more and more brands that are doing that these days, right? Right. Do you... I just burped. Excuse me, everyone. <laughs> do you do you have other brands, like, just off the top of your head that people might want to know about? Yeah. So definitely the one that I, that I know for sure that's, like, has definitely been, like, making strides as of late mm-hmm. is Old Navy. 
Oh yeah, um, yeah. they've really kind of stepped up their game in in the in size inclusivity factor of like having women and plus sizes together. They're having it in store, mm-hmm. not just online. Mm-hmm. Plus size online, um, and they put it all together. Yeah, in the store, so it's not like separate section for a plus size, separate section for women. Like all, like all the same printed shirt is from like extra small all the way up to four X. Yeah, on the rack. Yes, which I, is huge. I was gonna, I would, I would like to ask you if you don't care. Like as a, as a plus size woman, does it bother you when you go into a store? That ha- like Target, for instance. Good job on your on your ads. Yeah. you know, in store. But it's still divided into the plus size section and the quote, quote, regular sex, <laughs> regular section. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, Target especially bugs me in the fact that they're inclusive in advertising. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. Like their sections in store are still like the plus size section is still like a half of a square. Yeah, and it's smaller. It's not very cute stuff. It's just like basic boring. Well, and that's and the then thing. the whole rest of the sections, like four sections, are catered to regular sizes. And they have a variety of colors, prints, styles to choose from. But for me, if I see anything that I would really like cool or like unique I would have to go online to order it. Oh, I fucking hate it. We can order that that online if you want to, but we don't serve you here. We don't serve your kind. Biggest pet peeve. God damn. I just want to try it on. I want to feel the fabric. I want to feel the texture. I want to try it on instead of have to order, try on. If it doesn't fit, either have to like order multiple sizes, spend extra money. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to go shopping in a store. Like the rest of the size. And just try it on. So it's like size extra small, like in the regular size clothing. It's like extra small to 1X. Extra, extra large. Okay. So that's not the same as a 2X. Wait. Yeah. Enlighten so, me. What? So like um women, so a messy size extra extra large isn't necessarily going to fit like a 1X in the plus size. What? Yeah, because it's cut different. So oh. not always. Okay. But like Target for example, so like their messy extra 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 large it could fit differently than the plus size 1X. I didn't Typically, a plus size, like 1X or 2X or 3X, whatever, is cut um, because a typical plus size woman has... She's doing air quotes. Air quotes. (laughs) Because not all, a lot of plus size women aren't shaped this way, but in like our stereotypical Mm -hmm. mindset, this is what a plus size body is shaped like, Mm -hmm. is bigger, like curvy up top, small waist, curvy bottom. Okay. So they are cutting a pattern cut is usually for a plus size is going to be um, a little bit roomier in the bust okay. than like a missy extra extra large. I get it. Okay. So it might be have a little bit more room. Yeah. On how it's cut. It just kind of depends. However, there are some instances <laughs> where like I can go 
into Old Navy and get a regular extra extra large that fits better than ordering online a plus size like 2X or 3X. It's so weird. Okay, well that is, okay that subject in and of itself is fucking infuriating. Yes, it is. I went to okay, so I I'm super fucking cheap when I get my clothes like staples like 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 plain black pants or like basics. a white basics yeah like your not go staples. to basics <laughs> staples basics same thing yes so like I I go super cheap with some of those things and so like sometimes I go to Walmart and be like what's on the clearance section <laughs> that's kind of stretchy and uncomfortable and whatever so like I found a pair of jeans at Walmart they're actually my favorite pair of jeans they fit me so well <laughs> They're so cute. And so I went around to multiple different Walmarts to get more. Another pair? Yeah, because they only had one pair at this Walmart I was at. Ah, okay. So I went to multiple different Walmarts to stock up on this one style of jeans. Um, And I got them in different washes. I didn't try them on because I knew what size I needed, right? Right. So I went home and I tried on... Uh, the one that I just purchased in a different wash and they didn't fit me. They were way too small. And so I ended up laying all of them on top of each other, flattened them out on my bed and laid them all on top of each other. The same size. They were all different. different. That's because typically, and I don't know the, I don't know the standards for, um, uh, production sure. for like clothing production anymore because i i wouldn't i would know when i was in college but yeah um the standard like it's mass production so it's mass production they're taking a pattern and they're cutting it multiple levels of fabric and they're oh. just cutting it all at once there's no care <laughs> there's so there's not really like any like set like they say they have air quotes again standards. Yeah. But I don't know like how are they really following? I don't know how closely they're really following. <laughs> I don't think them. they are if, at least Walmart's yeah, not. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. I mean, a lot of them, especially like like the bigger like chain stores. I don't think a lot of them are really there. It's mass production, so yeah. all they all they care about is getting the product out. Well, and then also you go to let's say you find a pair of pants at Kohl's and it's a size 10 and then you go to uh Nordstrom and you buy a size 10 Mm -hmm. and they're different sizes yeah so like even across the board it's across the board that's why you can't really base it off of like the clothing size or number yeah you really can't no, you can't. It's it's, it always, it's a crapshoot it sometimes. It's a crapshoot, but it also plays games in your mind, and you're like, oh, yeah, why am I this size? I didn't think I, I gained. I must have gained weight, or why am I? Why is? And then you get super excited if, if like a smaller size, yeah. fits you. And it's just a made up imaginary. But it's just number. in your head. And that's not just an encouraging thing to say to no. people. It's like that's actual. That's I think we all yeah. are aware of that. That it's like right. size is literally just. A number at one store, but it's going to be a different number in a different store for better or worse. Right. So I, I want to also stress that we are not necessarily saying that we are upset that skinny bodies get to dominate the fashion industry, right? No. I want, I want more bodies. I just want more bodies. I think it's, I think it's great to have skinny bodies and I think it's great to have like big beautiful curvy bodies because small tiny bodies 
our bodies. Our bodies. Those are real bodies. Yeah. Like when people in the comment section are like, can we just see some real bodies here? I'm like, okay, well, she's a size two and she's a real body. But she's a real body and that's great. Yeah. But we also need to kind of be looking at it as a whole. Like it's like not a yes just, and thing. Yeah. Yeah. And like the, like the, you're just like straight, no curvy body. That's okay That's too. A body. That's a body. And, and making it, I just get frustrated that it's like so focused on. Yeah. Like why do we have to focus on it so much? Yeah. I, I didn't know this until I read this article very, very Okay, last night, uh, recently, that said that diversity is not the same as inclus- inclusivity. <laughs> How do you say that? Inclusivity. You Thank said you. it okay. right. Yeah. <laughs> Just rolled off my tongue, kind of funny. <laughs> so, like, this article made a point to, and this I bet you have some insight on. Um, okay, so great. You have a black model and you have a size 16 model. On your roster or whatever, like yeah. or in your ads, yeah, um, that is div- diversifying your brand. But are they? Are you being inclusive, inclusive with that brand? Meaning, did that plus size model feel just as welcome and just as secure with the photographer that just got done shooting the size two, or is that black woman being paid the same as that size two white woman? Right. Or is that homosexual person getting the same treatment and the same respect as a cis white man yeah. model? Like, and then who's who's behind the scenes? scenes. Yep. Yeah. Are they are they people with disabilities? Are they people of color? Are they people of different orientation? Are they people of different sizes, abilities? Yeah. Um, if you really are wanting to be an inclusive brand, it starts. It's more than just having the token black woman in a wheelchair. <laughs> right. right. I don't mean to be insensitive, but that's not what it's about. No, but it's not what it's about. But I think that does, like, you, you people aren't looking at it as a whole from, like, the behind the scenes of, like, mm-hmm. how it's being made and how things are getting done and how the whole process is getting put together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, they're just looking at it from, um, like the main person that they're advertising. The, the consumer. Av- the consumer. We don't want our consumers yeah. to think that we hate gay black women. So here's a gay black woman advertising our shoes. Right. That doesn't. It doesn't really prove anything. No. I mean, great. Like, <laughs> great. great that we have no, representation. And, yeah. And I think it's great. And a lot of businesses are definitely making that move forward, mm-hmm. which is fantastic, which should have happened a long time ago. Yeah. Like you were saying, you were telling me the other day that you were like was it a company or a client of yours that was trying to find um yeah so i have a company that i'm working with that are they are looking for freelancer to do which is behind the scenes like photographers Mm -hmm. art directors okay yeah um that they want to explore more ethnic diversity yeah and bringing those people in to have to kind of see what ideas and new creative processes they can put in bring into the company that maybe they're not necessarily getting from the people that are currently working there yeah and i think that's uh keep that point in your brain because i'm going off on a lot of bunny trails and i have a lot of caffeine just making me do it faster so i (laughs) might need to tether back to the that point okay um i think that you know like just hiring people that are 
diverse or whatever to be behind the scenes is just for the fact that we need to meet the quota. We need to have three black people. Otherwise, people are going to think we're racist. Like, yeah, that that's I'm also not, not inclusive. Not okay. <laughs> but like what your point, what you were saying that I thought like that that stood out in my brain was like your the point is because people that are different than us. They have different ideas. They have different ideas. And different ways of being creative. Yeah. Which is super valuable to a brand. Which is amazing. Yeah. Because it's just some, it's a completely different perspective. Like, that their lifestyle that they have, their viewpoints can come from a different place than just, like, a Caucasian person's point of view. Yeah. They are different. We come from different backgrounds. There's we different come backgrounds. from different ways of being creative, yeah. different ways of worship, different ways of wearing clothing. Different people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's 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 smart because first of all, you're let's just be um kind of insensitive about it. You're you are checking the boxes yeah. of having your company being diverse and trying your hand at being exclusive yeah. not exclusive <laughs> inclusive, <laughs> inclusive. <laughs> but it's also smart business because now you have the ability to uh speak to more people to speak to a wider audience and to make more money <laughs> yes, exactly. and if that's your main goal well, shame on you because yeah. like diverse people are not your token to get more money no but like if you if you could just be open to more perspectives, like it just becomes more. This is so corny, but it does become more beautiful. Yeah, and more interesting. It makes it more interesting for sure. You meet more people's needs. Mm-hmm. I think as long as the company is is being genuine mm-hmm. in doing it, there's I was I can have more respect for that than if they're coming from a point of it's just to check off a box. Yeah. To meet a quota or whatever. Okay, hold up. Let's pause for like a, l- a couple minutes because we have to take a little commercial break. <sighs> this is so hard. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. There's just too much. <laughs> There's too much. Okay, so sit tight. Come back in just a little bit. Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcast. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS Plus. For information, go to laspodcastnetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation. LAS. There are so many great words in the English language. Vision. Inspiration. Temptation. Which word describes me? Which word describes you? I'm Alex Schulte, and I host the podcast called One Word Stories. I want to take local Cedar Rapidians and other Eastern Iowans and find out what word describes them right now and go back in their lives and find out how we got here. 
This show comes out every single Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Google Podcasts. Oh, and if you want more, there's an exclusive post show after every single episode on LAS+. That's like one word stories plus 15 minutes. If you want to subscribe to LAS+, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. You'll get access to ad-free episodes of One Word Stories and every other LAS show, bonus content like One Word Stories post-show, and a whole bunch more. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S. And we're back. We're back. Okay, where we left off. So, you know, going back to, like, the average woman's size, now they're saying is, like, 16 to 18 or whatever. Yeah. Um, if that's the average-sized woman, then how come, how come we still see the size 2 model, prom- like, m- most of the time? You know? Yeah. We don't see... I, I mean, I guess I would see if I had to just make a dumb figure pop out of my ass, I would say like <laughs> uh, nine out of 10 ads are size two models. Yeah. Um, a lot of the times it's not necessarily the the model industry. It, it has a lot to do with the companies and the brands that like what sample sizes they're getting. Um, for okay. these shoots, for yeah. these specific shoots, um, because they're not going to have a whole like size run mm-hmm. for, for different aver for advertising purposes, that would be extremely expensive. So, so for, for the company, like, let's say Kohl's, I, I'm not saying they are, but just for like speaking example, let's say Kohl's wants to sell this new style of cardigan. And so they make a sample or a test cardigan right I'm, I'm just saying this to see if i understand um they make a test cardigan and they make it a size two and they're like okay ellery book us a size two model so we can show off this new size two cardigan right right yeah okay. that's exactly it but why don't they why don't they say here's a size 16 i'm not sure i'm not 100 percent sure why the, the yeah. vent it's the vendor that is making the sample and i don't know if it's because it's easier to make a smaller size sample that mm-hmm. they can like produce like do a p- quick production on versus a larger size sample yeah. or it could be that that samples is doesn't go up to a plus size well and that's an interesting thing too because i i don't know i don't i don't know if this is true because i'm i'm not a plus size person so i might be speaking out of my ass when I say this, but like I have heard from plus size people that um, their sized versions of the smaller clothing comes out much later. Like first, the line probably starts with the size double zero up to a large, maybe. Yeah. And then, you know, once I don't know why, but they say like months sometimes years later then that same style will come out for plus size plus size yeah i don't know why that is either why do plus size people have to be behind on yeah. fashion why can't we be first <laughs> well no for real though why can't you be first like I know. if we if the fashion industry 
did I just slurred my words at some of the fashion industry <laughs> if they uh did do it backwards and cater to the average sized person the majority sized person, person then the people like me would be behind yeah and so is it I don't know is it like a chicken or an is it just like we've been doing it this way forever and it would cost I, a lot of money to change the wheel now I think it's a pro Partly, we've been doing this forever. Why would we change it? Yeah. I don't think it's necessarily a, necessarily a money thing. Okay. Um, as far from, and, and I could be completely wrong, but. We're not experts here. That's another no. thing. None of us are experts. Especially when it comes to like production and the cost of that. Yeah. But like from a whole, like just kind of go guessing guesstimating i guess like from a whole like wholesaler like the cost of something fabric whatever it's not as much as you think it is yeah such like they're especially wholesale markup is huge oh my gosh we were just talking about that this morning my partner was looking at a bunch of like jackets and they're like was $180, now $80. But you know for a fact they're still making a shit ton of profit yeah. on the quote sale price. So, yeah. So I don't think it would be that much, that more expensive to flip it and have like the plus yeah. size line. Yep. Like new line come out before the, I hate saying like regular or normal size. I know. But, for lack of a better term, I think you all know our... But I regular sized... I think people know our hearts yeah. here. We're just... Um, yeah. A regular sized uh, size run. Yeah. Um, I I would be like, that would be a game changer Wouldn't for me. That would be a game changer. Can you imagine? <sighs> so, okay. Me let's... be the first person to have like that like cool killer jacket yeah. versus like... A smaller person that you're like, I love that, but I can't have it. I can't have it. Looks good on you. Wish it did on me. Yeah. It's just, it's just backwards. It is. That kind of leads me to think about like the world on Instagram is um, covered in Photoshop and Facetune and whatever those, those apps are or whatever um, that statistically are showing is extremely harmful to young women, young girls, mm-hmm. um, because they they see something that looks like uh, the ideal body, which doesn't have hair, except on your head. You can have hair on your head, but not under your nose <gasps> and not under your chin. Let's not talk about all the hairs that I pluck off my face on oh, a daily Don't even basis. get me started. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, we can have hair on our eyebrows, our eyelashes, and our heads, the top of our heads, but that is it. Like, God forbid you have hair showing in your armpits or your arms or your crotch or your legs. Like, ew. That's disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Watch, someone's going to probably, like, clip that portion of the episode and, like, put it out there. Oh, no. Naomi thinks you're disgusting. <laughs> I mean, great, great for you if you don't want to have that. But. Well, that's the thing. Like, I choose to shave my legs and I yeah. choose to shave my armpits, but I will fucking, like, ravage someone in the comment section if they're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, you need to shave your armpits. That's gross. And then we're like, no, that's not gross. Like, Some sit people? down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, it's a personal choice. But anyway, so my, the point of all this <laughs> tangent, tangent is because... 
Um, so there's the there's the ideal body, which is not actually even the ideal body. It's a fake body. And this is not me trying to be empowering to women and just being on the feminism soapbox. Like the reality and the facts that you can check. The facts are those ideal bodies are not real. They're not real. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist because I'm I'm a photographer, a professional photographer. I know how to get rid of cellulite. I know how to get rid of skin uh, discoloration. I know how to make your eyes bluer. I know how to get rid of the hair. I know how to do all of it. Yeah. I refuse to do it. I will not do it in my business. I'll get rid of zits because I feel like zits aren't part of your purse, like forever the way that you look. Like sometimes yeah. you just sometimes it's just wake like up a, and- <laughs> a time in your life. Yes, that you don't have a choice about. And I, I will say control. this: I, I only edit the zits out if the client asks me to. Okay. If they ask me to get rid of their double chin or their cellulite, I say no. Find a different photographer. Because I didn't know that you did that. Yeah, and I haven't I run into awesome. a lot of. I haven't run into much pushback at yeah, all. That's awesome. Um, but that's a value that you know. If I if I preach that, I gotta practice it. You know, a thousand per yeah, mm-hmm. a thousand percent. Yep. And um, I find the people. This is kind of going on a tad and change it too. But I find the people that I really respect online are the people that don't edit out their cell- cellulite and that don't have polished pictures all the time um people like jamila jamil she'll show us her like high fashion yeah model she is a model professionally as well as an actress and many other things podcast hosts but she also shows she like zooms in on her legs and she's like look at all the scars look at the bug bite you know yeah um so she lets you see the ugly as well and i mean ugly as in the real but that's what society calls it yeah (laughs) but i will say as a photographer, I have seen a lot of different types of bodies, and I've seen them up close. All of them, all of them have cellulite. I have a three-year-old little girl in my life. When she sits down or bends down in a certain way, even she has cellulite. It's the, no matter. I feel like no matter how skinny or how big you are, there you're always going to have like there's little rolls. There's, there's rolls little when you yes, lumps. like it's just kind of it's just natural so why do we look at these pictures on instagram okay so like the example that i was i i, I kind of told you this at the coffee shop the yeah. example that um i would like portray is um i follow a lot of artists on instagram and uh, a lot of digital artists meaning they take photos they compile a bunch of different photos together to create a piece of artwork it's fake. For instance, let's say this person took a picture of a sunset and then they edited it to be um, completely different colors that usually don't show up in a sunset. Um, and they put like Godzilla in the background and, <laughs> and they um, make it so it's a tornado happening with rain and then there's Daisy, you know, like they just compile things together to create a fake version of their imagination. imagination. In their imagination, they look out, and that's what they see. And they want to show people what they see in their imagination, right? That's kind yeah. of a version of art, right? Yeah. Um, what, but we, if that person would post that compilation of photos on Instagram, 
we would look at it and be like, oh, that's fucking badass. It's fake. It's fake. But that's but badass. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I've been trying to tell myself whenever I see a perfectly polished picture of a woman on Instagram or a man. I'm like, God, that's fucking badass. That's fake. I don't see any roles. I don't see anybody hair. I don't see anybody fat. I don't see any cellulite. It's fake, but it looks fucking badass. You know, we're we're not mm-hmm. shaming these bodies or these pieces of artwork really is what they are. Yeah. Photography and photoshopping is a form of art. Yeah. But it has been weaponized against our body image. Yes, it has. Um, it's kind of crazy because, and I just thought of this now, but there's been a couple of model um, submissions that we get from for talent and some of these girls like they're beautiful girls yeah but the pictures that they're they're sending they're like you can tell they're so photoshopped and their waist is so like Uh, twisted and tiny yeah that it you were like this isn't real yeah like we can't like this isn't real like we want to see your real self yeah we want to see what's going to show up to the shoot i'm imagining right yeah we just we want to just know your real self like when we're looking for talent, we're looking for all body types. We're looking for mm-hmm. all different ethnicities because there's different clients for different talent. Yes. So it could be a, like a fashion fashion client might be looking for a different type of model than then our like our lifestyle our lifestyle client are like looking for more products so we can have a wider variety of talent in that mm-hmm. pool and the same with like on camera like you could be characters basically yeah. so you can change you change your character to yep. be whatever that client may need yeah um and we we want curvy models we want skinny models like we we try to be as inclusive as possible but sometimes our clients yeah. make it difficult to really dive into that diversity to really make that change inclusivity yeah and i think like that's a point that a lot of us in the comment section and well including myself until today um we go after the brand we're like, yeah. oh my gosh, like these are cute underwear, but can you please show us what it's like on a uh, size 12, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. even. Yeah. And, um, you know, the company is in charge of what pictures they post, you yeah. know, but like I've never, ever thought about perhaps the booking agent for this particular photo shoot to advertise these underwear. Perhaps the company was only able to provide them with a size small because the people up above right it's like not always in our our control or like even the brand's control like Mm -hmm. from like uh it could be like the marketing team it's not necessarily in their control it's like the it could be the advertising team or the buyer buying team it kind of like there's different parts behind yeah there's multiple one another yeah that you kind of it's not always within control but i think there's ways that people need to can be more aware of it Mm -hmm. and try to be better about it yeah i think we're getting there yeah slowly but surely that kind of makes me think that we could transition that into like what i 
call the homework portion of the episode. Oh no, homework. <laughs> Here we go. Oh no. <laughs> At the end portion of every episode, I'm trying to have my guest like assign some homework to the okay. listeners. And th- I'm putting you on the spot because I forgot to warn you about this. Yeah, you didn't warn me about this. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Told you, I'm no Barbara Walters. But, um, so I guess maybe uh, what what we could tailor this homework around is why do you think it's important that we change our mindset and we become more i don't know should we become more vocal should we should we contact these companies should we make our own clothing brand you know easier yeah. said than you know right i don't know i don't yeah i that's like a it's a good right question i feel like for some people it's going to be to be more vocal mm-hmm. i think for some people, it'll just be me more self-aware. Internal um, work. Internal work. Yep. Um, and I even, like, catch myself, um, too. But just, like, or, you know, in your fashion choices, don't overthink it. Have fun with it. Yeah. Whether Like, no matter what your size. Like, kind of make that your homework. Yeah. Um, you know, experiment and don't try to... I'll let the outside make you question yep. your choices. Yep. Um, I think, I think always being just support one another. Yeah. Um, leave good comments. Leave good on comments. Encouraging comments. And- um, especially if it's something that maybe you wouldn't necessarily, um, do or wear yourself like or if you see somebody out in public and you're kind of like oh that's interesting instead of like just not like saying like oh that's interesting yeah. maybe just give them a little like hey cool cool shirt or hey i like what you're doing or i like what you're trying yeah little encouragements like that are gonna make i don't know i, I feel cheesy saying no, this but it's gonna not. make the world a better place it does it really does i know like what i'm out and about <sighs> and somebody like comments on like i love your earrings or i love your hair those are amazing glasses like anything like that it just makes your feel more confident and it's not because we're shallow people no. that we want outside praise but and like, i don't expect it ever no but it really does like you tell me a person that like walks down the street and someone's like, oh, my gosh, your jacket is so beautiful on you. Yeah. Tell me that makes you feel like shit. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it does for some people. I shouldn't blanket yeah. statement again. But, like, it it does feed your bucket. Like, yeah. I, I, I sometimes love wearing outfits that I know that, like... A 13-year-old girl would be like, oh, wow. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and yeah. I did once. I got a, I wore a pair of pink pants that are not my style. But they look so they look, good on you. Let's be real. I look amazing. They look pretty fantastic. But I had this 15-year-old girl be like, yeah, those look awesome on you. And I still think about that <laughs> that young girl. When I put on those pair of pants, I'm like, yeah. this is for you. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, so anything like that, I think just being, yeah, more aware. Because you could, that person could have walked out of the house kind of feeling crappy that day. Oh, yeah. And just, like, one little, like, positive thing oh my God. changes it. You um, want to know, like, a side story to, like, confirm that? Yeah. So the day that my ex told me that he was leaving, uh-huh. like, 
There was a lot going on. That was... I felt like the most disgusting person on the world because he kind of made me feel like that. Um, So it was the day that he left and I felt like shit. So of course you're going to feel like like complete and utter. I had to go to the grocery store to drop off a package. They had a meal thing there. Um, I dropped up a package. I left, went back to my car, just feeling like, you know, can you imagine? Just the feeling like nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just occupying space, breathing air. That's about it. Yeah. This woman walks up to me in the parking lot. She's like, your hair is amazing. And I'm like, thank you. And she's like, no, I really mean, like, she was very aggressive. She's like, no, I mean it. She's like, I'm a talent agent. Like, I I book models. She probably has a similar job like you. And she's like... Uh, your hair like i know what a good hairstyle looks like like yeah. she kept going with it that's it and i'm like thanks and i'm crawling into my my car because i just wanted to you know like hide under hide. A, a blanket and but that was a long time ago now and i you still have, remember yeah i yeah. needed it that's huge. i needed it yeah compliment people folks yeah. that's your homework do it do it so normally, at the end of this episode, at the end of every episode, I ask my guests to give me um, two wins and a fail. It's where we expose our dirty laundry just to prove and to prove to everyone that we're not gurus about these subjects, to prove to everyone that our shit stinks just like yours, <laughs> and we're trying not to have a big head about it. This episode has gone a little longer than other episodes, and so um, I want to respect the network here and just kind of... Um, gracefully exit but um just know that um we are all trying to be better people we're all trying to have wider mindsets we're all trying to grow we're all trying to admit when we're wrong more often (laughs) you know we We, hate we try we try i hate gurus here uh you know i i don't i don't my shit stinks yep mine too yes (laughs) i i am i am no guru in the fashion industry world I just love fashion. And that's what matters, you know. I would love to thank my guest, my best friend, Ellery, for being here with me today. Thanks for having me. You're (laughs) welcome. And I also want to thank the LAS Podcast Network for producing The Ruckus with Naomi Ruckus Rose. And I want you to check out all the other podcasts on this network. Check us out online. Go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. And again learn how you can be a super supporter and also if you haven't yet why haven't you given us a five-star rating come on people like do something nice if you have something naughty to say to my show i would like it if you would message me privately (laughs) instead of leaving nasty reviews in the comment section because perhaps we could have a good dialogue. Perhaps I'll invite you on to Maybe the show. Maybe you'll be a guest. Maybe. <laughs> trying to get new perspectives, right? <laughs> anyway, I hope uh, all of you have a fantastic day or evening or whenever you're listening to this. Uh, be good. Do good. I love you all. The LAS Podcast Network. Always local, always authentic, always surprising. To learn more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.